Amen. We thank God for bringing us again. So I said that the topics are just like the first seven that we did. There's the same thing, just saying them in different forms seven times. So this is another one. So you might hear that one of the things we said in the other video, I mean in other podcasts, I've seen it again in this one or the next one or whichever one. The word of God. The word of God is one. The word of God does not contradict itself. So, but it's always to renew it on our mind. Like we are hearing it, so we are hearing it again. Because that is what God commanded Israel. He said, write this law. Write it on your forehead. Write it in front of your door. Write it at the palm of your hand or maybe on your palm or something like that. Write it everywhere. Why? Why did God say that? So that you can always meditate on it day and night. So if God is bringing the same topic in seven places, it's so that it can ring on our mind as many times as possible. May God give us the heart that wants to listen to God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for the grace to come again for this podcast. Father, I return all the glory to you. Let that be your name, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, please teach us. Give us the grace to do your will. Almighty Father, please make us children that listen. Don't let our ears be blocked. Don't let our ears be blocked to the warnings. The same mistakes some people made and they are regretting. You are warning us ahead so that we don't regret. There are a lot of people that we think, oh, I will do it better. I know how to maneuver myself. You cannot maneuver yourself. <laughs> so far, something is sin, is sin. If it is sin, then the reward of sin is death. There's no way you will say, okay, I know how to do this sin in such a way that it will not lead to death. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. Just like the last topic, one of the things I wrote, I said, leave it to God to for God to bless you by Himself. Leave it to God to give you documents by Himself. By the time you are doing fake marriage to get documents, you don't know that all these things are are from the devil. They are from the kingdom of darkness to make people sin against God. Maybe you, you used to be a child of God. Who knows? Who knows? Look at look at look at me now. Today God is is allowing me to preach. If I have done those kind of fake marriages, what will I preach now? Do you think it will be easy for me to preach it now? And do you think God wants you to preach some kind of messages and kill others? It's the whole truth of the word of God. God wants us to preach. But how do how do you how are you able to preach everything? It's by standing on God. Jesus Christ had told the devil, get thee behind me, Satan. It's only your God which you bow down to. These are the situations. A lot of Christians are doing those things now. They're doing fake marriage to get documents. And you know, don't know that there's a spirit behind those things. By the time you do those things, you notice that very soon, you can no longer, some things no longer look like sin to you anymore. 
start going defined and defined to other things. Because the sacred thing called marriage that is covenant, you allow the devil to to make you see it like a joke. Because you cannot wait. The three Hebrew children could have said, ah, no, I cannot allow this fire to burn me. But did the fire burn them? No, he didn't burn them. Jesus said, the word of God said in that Isaiah, he said, when you pass through the fire, it will not burn you. When you pass through the water, it will not overflow you. That's the promise of God. But in just little temptation, the person is already falling. He's already, he's already afraid. Oh, it will carry me. This water. It will not carry you. God will come true. I've had situations in this country that I'm in. That God has come through for me in miraculous ways. That I will be at the at the mouth of, of being swallowed up like this. And the hand of God will say, peace be still. Do you think it was easy, easy like that? Do you think that is how everybody just find it easy like that? No. God always had day of, of checking. Okay, this is the day of reckoning. Let's check the data of this, my daughter. Was she able to stand in this situation? Okay, she was not able to stand. Okay, this is the day of judgment. But that day, that is supposed to be a day of judgment. If you have stood on that day, God will say, oh, she was able to stand. Okay, okay. Give her one blessing. Send blessing to her. What they thought you should bring her down, use it to lift her up. You don't know God does things like that. The day they, they brought Joseph out of the prison, a man that was accused of sleeping with his boss wife, is that how everybody that they accused of sleeping with their boss wife, is that how they always turn them to prime minister? No, because that was the day of reckoning. Someone like that, if, if, if he had seen, you don't know that it's possible that he did that thing Thank God he didn't do it. But let's say there's another person that he will sleep with that boss wife and one day the boss will still eventually throw him into the prison. And God has already designed it from his own original plan that he should go to the prison. He will not go to the prison on that day. Maybe the gift will still come back to him in the prison. Then instead of the Pharaoh lifting him up, Pharaoh will say, take him back to the prison. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible because that's the day of reckoning. They say he's not a wise man. But what did Pharaoh say that day? He said, can we find a man so wise like you? So discreet like you? That is to say, on the day of reckoning, God will check. Do you want going higher? That is why you see many of them after they have gotten the document. Something we always want to pull them back to their country. Every time. And there are a lot of glories that God can achieve for you in that country that you are in. But because you, you cut it short, you don't know sin cuts short the plan of God. Many of you, it's only in Nigeria. Let's say that you're in Nigeria and then you use fake marriage to get documents in, in America. Let me use America as an example. Something we always want to pull you back to Nigeria. It's only in Nigeria that you get glorified. 
Whereas, where God has for you is still higher in, in USA. Somebody like Barack Obama. You don't know, maybe God has a plan for you that you should get to a higher position like Barack Obama in America. But because you use sinful method, then that thing will just truncate the plan of God for you. You don't know all the experiences you are having, all the difficulties. There are, way, there are ways of God leading us to greater heights, greater heights, greater heights. I'm sorry we are still praying. <laughs> I don't even know how I started these prayers, but I believe it's the Holy Spirit that took charge. You will think you have helped yourself. No, you didn't help yourself. You caused short the plans of God for you. It's just the same when you, you are saying, Oh, I want a relationship. And the man says, You have to sleep with me or there's no relationship. You don't know that by the time you send no to that man, it will give you the chance to see greater men. Every man that I've ever said no to me in the past, they always give me a chance to go to greater men. I may not meet them immediately, but I always meet greater people than them, eventually. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm getting higher. It means I'm growing higher in my own destiny. It means that person wants to remain in that state, but God wants to take me higher. It has always been the person pushing me higher, like, sorry, your standard is high for me. You go up, then it will remain down there. May God help us. And this is another topic. Please teach us. Please open our understanding. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me physical strength. Give me spiritual strength. Have your way. In the name of Jesus. Let the word of God go in us. Let it do what you are sending it out to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh my God, I used 10 minutes to pray. <laughs> but in my praying, I was preaching. <laughs> oh my God, my body is getting weakened. I don't know. But as much as I'm getting weak in the body, I still want to do this podcast. Because it's a promise. Promise is a depth. So we want to go into... The next topic. Marriage is not for sex alone. <laughs> this is another topic that we eat people hard. It's going to eat people hard. Because some people will, will want to think, what am I seeing? But it's the Holy Spirit that is, that is talking to us. Marriage is not for sex alone. I'm not saying it's not for sex, but it's not for sex alone. So don't go into marriage with the hope that morning, afternoon, night is always sex. Nothing, nothing again. No destiny. No pursuing of your destiny. No anything. No. Bills will come up in marriage. Children. We come up. Children is responsibility. These children are coming into the world to be taken care of so that the world can become a better place. Marriage, we join two families together. Your own family as a woman, 
we get united to the family of the man. So it's one of the things that marriage does. So it's not for sex alone. Another thing that happens in marriage is your destinies. I remember one girl that was <laughs> I was talking about that was sharing her testimony of her, her husband. They've been married now since uh, 2017. Wasn't on November or so. I can't really remember, but by the time I calculated it, it was like they were friends for six months or so. So if they started being friends in January and they got married in... I don't... I can't even remember the exact month they got married. But I know that they got married. They became friends in January and they got married before end of uh, the year. For me, I calculated it to be six months. Like, they were friends for six months and maybe they started marriage plan between... You know, my childhood child, they always rush marriage. Like, once you take yourself to the ministry that we are ready to get married, they will be able to rush it. You can even plan wedding in two months, uh, in two weeks safe. You understand? So, they don't care. Like my aunt, auntie, my auntie. I think her marriage was within one month or so. She had already completed all the plans before she, t- she told anybody in the family. Maybe one month, I can't even remember, but it was very fast. So what am I trying to say? That's the same thing one guy was telling me uh, in my childhood church then. He said uh, the person that they both went to approach a girl together that they want to marry them, that they both took to the church, that one of them had already gotten married after one month. <laughs> so me, I want to do a lifetime thing, a lifetime covenant. Then I will rush it within one month without even knowing you. I was even trying to ask this guy questions so that at least I will know him before we do the married things, he went and complained to the pastor that me, I'm asking him too many questions. Please, what are, what are we going to be doing in the marriage? Is he not to be talking? Or am I going to be with money queen in the house, just dressing and being quiet like, like deaf and dumb, when I'm not deaf and dumb? So I'll just stay in the house. When you want to have sex, I'll give you sex. When you want to cook, I'll give you food. Like a slave, I cannot talk. I cannot do anything. I don't have life of my own. There's no chance to talk. There's no time to to have fun, like something that I like to do. I don't, those things that will no longer be there. It's only you and you and you alone. Ah, no, I don't want that kind of marriage. So today God is teaching us that marriage is done for sex alone. A lot of people, you see them, the first day they meet somebody that they said they want to get married to, they're already thinking of how to have sex with the girl. Many of the many of the guys I've met in my life, you see, they meet me first day. They're already thinking, planning how to get me to how to get me into their bed, how to sleep with me. So is it not that kind of person that would think marriage is for sex alone? Like the guy that was telling me one day that said, and what if after the guy sleep with you, that's when he now find out that he loves you? What kind of stupid love is that? That's not love. You cannot find out you love me without sleeping with me. Then you didn't even love me to start with. It's until you sleep with me, you now know that you love me. That means everything you need from me is sex. 
That's just what it means. Are you not going to be tired? Okay, if if you have to sleep with somebody before you realize that you love the person, then it's better for you to marry a prostitute. Go and sleep with her and then check the one that you love after you have slept with her. If you can't discipline yourself to find out who a lady is before saying you love the lady. If you have to sleep with the lady before you know that you love this girl, then it's better for you you don't even go into serious relationship like that. Just look for the people that you'll be sleeping with. Then the one that you fall in love with, after sleeping with that. Just marry that one. Let it make sense. Okay, that is how you think. So I was, I was sharing the experience or the testimony of the lady. She said uh, she wanted to do PhD, but after doing master's, then the man just proposed to her, and then she said she's not going to do the PhD again, and then she now wants to do uh she now wants to do marriage like she prayed. You know, everything she was saying there was just looking to me like, ha, <laughs> I am not saying God didn't approve them together, but what I'm trying to say is that people get to situations like that where they start thinking for God. <laughs> you know? She said she already knows that the man was going to propose that day that she was she was just grabbed it like I already know. Ha You know, I was just looking at the whole situation. I was just like this thing looks like it's formed, like both of you are just doing what is on your own mind together. I didn't see anything that passed through God in these two situations. Did God tell you that you should go into the marriage after your master's? Was that the plan of God for you from the start? I'm not no, I'm not saying it is not possible. But what I'm trying to say is that in the way she said that testimony, it was looking like then the situation happened, then she assumed. It was God, and she assumed God said it. Then marriage is deeper than that. Marriage is deeper than assuming God said it. You can't. <laughs> you can't be assuming it's from God. You can't. You have to be really, really sure it's from God. You have to be really, really sure it's from God. Somebody that you are talking with, someone you are friends with, someone for six months, and then you finally propose after six months. Before you even go into the friendship, you must have us at least have a clue. Because someone like me, before I get too close to anybody, I must have had a clue that God is leading me to this person. I don't know how other girls do it because I'm beginning to think it's like girls don't believe that they can actually pray through to a man. But in my own case, God did not give me that kind of mind. That I, I cannot pray through. Because of, of the assignment God has given me, I must pray through to a man. Many of these guys are no longer praying through. They are just choosing with eyes, choosing with what they see. Many of them are not godly. Many of them don't have divine assignments. Many of these guys don't know that there's anything called divine assignments. They are just playing around, messing around. So if you as a lady, you know that you have an assignment, you can't, you can't 
just wait for a man to come and say he wants to marry you alone. You must have prayed through already on your own. You understand? So that you will recognize that no, it's not just anybody that can approach me. It's not just anybody I can say yes to. Because if you are not that very strong in the Lord, you find out that you will make mistakes. You will think it's right when it's not right. Obviously, somebody you have always talked to every day for six months, something in you will wake up that you you love this person. But that thing, you need to shut it up if it's not from God. You need to check the destinies. I think after after the marriage, I think she went to do her PhD, but I can't, I can't really remember everything, but it looks like it, you know. I stopped following both of them. Because all the messages, everything they were writing, I didn't, I didn't really see God in it. I just saw some kind of plan, planned work, and trying to write testimony to prove to people that it's from God. You know, people like that, they eventually find it out later in the marriage that oh, I formed it, I formulated this thing, I thought it was God. Just like the song that Ojuari sang some times ago. He said it was the it was the zeal of the lady in the church. That made him to assume that oh is the will of God for him. You need to hear from God. Marriage is not just for sex alone. I'm not wishing them bad because eventually they have to marry somebody. That was all my mom told me one time when I was like, ah, this person, the person that this guy married, I don't think is right for him. And my mom said, But he will marry somebody. So let him marry the person. Many of these marriages they are all because the girl says, I will marry you. Will you marry me? Yes, I will marry you. That is the purposes of many of these. That is the basis of many of these marriages. The person that said yes to them. That's the marriage. They don't pray. They don't take their time to know the mind of God. That's the person that said yes to you. That's the person that you're two plus two match with. But it's deeper than that. It's God that knows the future. Some people it's because of sex. But here we are teaching with the word of God. The marriage is not for sex alone. It's for our destinies. Someone like that guy now that uh, I just talked about the testimony of the girl. He was in another country while the lady was in another country. Are you trying to tell me that all his life he said this girl yeah, they have never met before in real life. Are you trying to tell me that all his life, every girl this guy has ever met, they are all evil ladies. I went to a wedding and I saw this guy hugging several girls. Are you trying to tell me that all these several girls that were hugging him, they never liked him? Because I couldn't even bear myself to hug him that day because I was like, oh my God, this guy doesn't see anything sacred in someone hugging you. And you see, you see how he, he treated them? Those ones that hugged him, that gave him love, that gave him everything, caring and everything. He, he, he didn't see them as wife material. Is that one he has never seen before in his life. Are you trying to tell me that of all those girls he has met, maybe he has known their background, he has met, he, they have talked together, none of them was fit for marriage for him. Are you trying to tell me that there's none of them that God really ask for his destiny because a lot of men they don't know that marriage is for destiny they just think it's somebody very far away so like they believe when they can 
ask a woman out from their own and then it's all by their work, it's all by their power, then it makes them a man. No, we have discussed many times that all this bullying, all this trying to prove a point kind of man is not being man, it's not the will of God. That is not what being a man means. Being a man is actually when you are protecting, you are doing the right things, you are not hurting this family, you are not hurting your wife, you know, you are humble. Not only shouting, I am the head, I am the head. Bullying everybody, making everybody to be under hard labor, draining the whole house, giving them excess work to do. That is not what being a man means. So by the time your purpose of marriage is somebody you can single-heartedly toast into accepting you, you are, you are already going into marriage for the wrong reasons. Because all those girls that loved you, that could give their bodies to you, could hug you. For me, I couldn't hug him. Because I see he doesn't see any important thing in hugging. I couldn't. I would have hugged him, but I couldn't hug him. Because I was like, no, no, I can't do this. <laughs> can't do this. This man that doesn't respect hugging. My hug is, is important. Like, he's, he's as good as me. That's me giving my body to you. I don't, I don't hug anybody. I don't hug anyhow. You understand? So marriage is not for sex alone. You should check the compatibility. I'm not still saying that we don't have people that met their wives among people that they have not known. I'm not saying that, but I'm trying to say that when I I read the testimony, it was looking like planned, planned work, like, it wasn't looking real, like it's, it's a testimony that I got this from God, no, 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 it wasn't looking like that, the man didn't even testify that he, he heard from God, he said he, he liked his eyes, he liked the eyes of the woman, he, he didn't lie, but the girl was trying to make all of us like a fool, like, we don't know we don't have the spirit of God. She was trying to put God into the message. You need to hear from God because the journey is far. The person you think is supporting you today, what if tomorrow he decides not to support you because of one thing that happens? It's a journey. Marriage is a journey. You will meet hops, you will meet down, you will meet mountain, you will meet valley. It's God that knows the person that by the time you are in the valley, she's not backing out. By the time you are on the mountain, she's not backing out. It's God that knows. This is the reason you need to pray. This is the reason you need to know. This is the reason you can't choose with your 2 plus 2. Our physical eyes cannot even see tomorrow. I mean, what I mean tomorrow, I mean it can't even say what is going to happen tomorrow. We will see tomorrow by God's, by God's grace. Too. But what I'm trying to say is that in today, we can't, we can't really say that tomorrow, this is what will happen. This is what I will do tomorrow. This is, you can have plans, but do you know how the plans will, will manifest? Like today now, or let me say yesterday, it's already a new day. 
I was just praying that God bring light. I didn't know that God was going to push me into doing postcard till this time. So that's what I'm trying to say. Not to now talk of like 10 years time, 2 years time. So I remember <laughs> I remember there was a marriage seminar I attended some years ago. So the, the man came and, and uh, gave, they were now asking, if you know you have never fought with your wife, come outside. So one man came out and said he has never fought with his wife. And they said, how many years, man? He said, it's not up to one year. <laughs> and they sent him to go and sit down. <laughs> you understand? He's still in the joyfulness of, I just got married. Although some people would have been seeing the effect even before one year. Before it's one year, but what they are still trying to explain in that uh, seminar is that you are still judging this marriage based on the uh, the things that made you to go into the marriage. It is after several years you will now know if it was God that led you there. The story that Ojoade said, the man did not know that the woman was demonic until after several years when the children died. And his business went off. That's when he now knew that this lady is, is a witch. That she was the one that killed all those children. Do you think the man would be happy that all those children died? He would not. As much as men always deny pregnancy. Always say they don't want pregnancy. They get to a time in their life where they really want to have children. Even though I keep preaching that. You don't have to have a past, a time in your life where you are killing your unborn children or making a woman to abort for you. You can start being a good man even right from your young age by not sleeping around, number one. Number two, if you find yourself in that situation, nothing stops you from picking that woman and saying you will, you will marry her. That is your agbelebu, that is your, your cross at that time. You carry it. You don't have to start uh, saying go on about this pregnancy. It's not going to make you a good man. So some men that, w- that would have asked several women to abort for them and now they want to come and show to you that they are a good man. They're not good men. These are the things men, women need to look out for when you want to get married. A man who didn't see any good reason in, in you didn't see it bad. Just because he's trying to protect his own career as a lady to abort for him. I'm telling you, he's not a good man. Some women think, oh, that lady was not wise. That's why he did that. It's not that he's not wise. It's just that the man is, is not a trustworthy man. He's just a man that nobody can can trust. He can say one thing today, tomorrow he's saying another thing. And he will still repeat it to you later in the marriage. So these are the things you should look out for. Don't just look out for the sex part alone. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the word of God has gone out. You have been able to teach us that marriage is not for sex alone. We should look out for other things. We should look out for the behaviors. We should even check the past. How has he been acting with other women? Because many of them want to judge that they are good men. But when he got himself in a situation where he would rather hurt a woman, how did he choose? How did he behave? Father, please help us. Help us to take charge and take note of all these things. Even many of these people, you will see that many of these men, they already have covenants with some girls, but they didn't want to marry them. 
And now they are telling you, you are the only one I want to marry. They have not seen you before. You have not even had time. And then you two, you are claiming that it's from the Holy Spirit. It's not from the Holy Spirit, my sister. You are just two kind of desperate, thinking, oh, I finally got him out of several ladies. No. You yourself, you are supposed to hear from God. If you still want your destiny and your life to move forward after the marriage. May God help us. Allah, please teach us. King of glory, please lead us. Direct our ways. Direct our paths. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let the word of God that has gone out, let it do what you are sending it out to do in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, for our prayers. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. Bye.